Melacha, um, Isha, Baal, um, how that fits in with other, um, uh, you know, related questions about the um, unique status of Shliach Halak or Shliach Kabbalah, especially the discussion of the Sugya um, Baba Basra and, and Sanhedrin, you know, what about um, the ability of the Shtar to speak about and to be spoken for by um, third parties, right? So we're going to get back to that in a minute. Before we do that, uh, Aaron brought to my attention at the end of last year, and then Eitan um, came to see me today as well. But I did make a mistake when I was talking about, we were talking about the machlokas between the Rambam and the Raibid, um, whether or not Isha um, has the ability to you know, uh, remarry on the basis of just uh, bringing the star to court um, if there's no Bifanaynachtam, Bifanaynachtam, is there a separate requirement of Kiyom or not? That's when the Gemara seems to say that um, Shliach, that uh, Isha, rather, who is Mekabelis as Gita, Miyad Bala, in the normal way, not when she's serving as a Shliach, either Holacha, Haba, whatever you want to call it, um, you know, in that kind of, you know, unusual case, but when she receives the Baal, receives directly from the Baal the, um, the Get, um, so the Gemara says that's uh, different. There's no din of b'fanaynachta, b'fanaynachta. Um, and as we discussed, the Rambam in three places, um, you know, in Hilchus Gerishin, and again, the end of Hilchus Gerishin, Perik and Base, uh, but earlier in, in Perik, um, uh, Perik Zion, um, and then, I'm sorry, Perik Bab, and then in Perik Zion of Hilchus uh, Abadim, um, and the Raivid, you know, is Masig in, in two places. They have this interesting machlokas, whether or not, um, you know, the woman who's Mikabela says Gita, you know, um, the assumption is that she's not saying that's based on the on the Gemara, on um, Chavdalid. So the question is, can she just remarry because she has her get, you know, biada, or um, does she require more, not less? In other words, she would require some separate key. And part of that discussion is how do you read the Gemara in on Chavdalit um, Omdalit? Uh, so um, again, I, I mentioned that one way would be perhaps just also to be mechalek between whether the Gerushin is Chal Medrabanan and whether or not that's still good enough um, to remarry with. Those might be two different issues. Or, and it also could just be that, you know, what we encountered in the, uh, in the Ritva um, which was two ways to read that Gemara itself, meaning even the Gemara is saying that you don't need B'fananachtam because uh, there's no chashash, irur, or anything, or, you know, maybe for, for more fundamental reasons, certainly the way they're reading the Rambam and Perik um, above um, is that the Rambam spends a, a lot of, uh, you know, lines uh, trying to explain this particular halacha, and he's definitely quoting Reish Lakish. Um, so the idea of, you know, Tfisas Balashtar, that's not the way the Ritva is explaining it. The Ritva and the Ran are both explaining it more in pragmatic terms, either in terms of the um, directness of the interaction or the timing of the interaction that we're not concerned for here. But whatever it is, the, the way to read the simple way to read the Gemara is like the Rambam, which is that you don't need the Fanatha Faninachtam in the case of Baal and Isha. But the uh, Ritva has this other reading of the Gemara, which is then Docheb, but that he quotes, and that is the possibility that it's uh, not that you don't need it, but that uh, it doesn't work. In other words, it's not going to help a, uh, an Isha. Um, 
And then in the continuation, the, you know, the way that he uh, discusses it, in terms of daiko minsava, et cetera, um, those kind of things, um, when we read it, we were suggesting that that would apply, uh, these issues would apply in both directions to shliach le Kabbalah, um, as well as, you know, to the isha atma. But in the end of the day, when I was describing this, I was saying, well, we don't know, this part is still true, we don't know what the Ravid's shita is about shliach le Kabbalah. We don't know whether the Ravid thinks that the shliach le Kabbalah, you know, um, would not uh, be able to to proclaim b'fanei nechta, b'fanei nechta. Um, we know that the Ravid thinks that the Isha, you know, uh, can't, and therefore she has to provide, you know, some sort of other uh, raya, you know, for the kiyum haget before she remarries. Um, but what the Ravid holds about shliach Kabbalah as opposed to shliach lahonacha, I think that's an open question and an interesting question. It depends what it is about the case of Isha that would exclude her from b'fanei nechta. Uh, b'fanei nechta. Is it the, you know, the fact that you know by the time she receives it, it's all over? Or again, is it um, you know the fact that there's no, you know, um, uh, well, whatever it is? I was I was making the case that Isha could be superior or inferior. And therefore, in this question, you could be mechalic, maybe, between shleich and kabbalah, shleich and And I was uh, pointing out that for the Ravid, we don't know, but we can speculate about shleich and kabbalah. Then I was contrasting it with the uh, Ritva, who I said doesn't really speak about Isha, but speaks about shleich and kabbalah. So what they brought to my attention is that, of course, that is not factually correct. And that is that the, um, uh, the Ritva is really speaking about Isha. And uh, when we you know, analyzed it, we were noting that depending on the factors that he describes, you know, that would apply equally to Shliach, you know, Le Kabbalah. But the uh, Ritva actually is, is explicitly speaking about the role of, of the Isha as a Mechabalis. So while we can speculate what the Ravid would think about Shliach Le Kabbalah, there is no um, spec- equal speculation, which is the way I presented it, but is this wrong, about uh, what the Isha status would be according to the Ritva. Again, Lahalacha, the Ritva thinks that the Isha doesn't require and by extension that would explain why Shliach Kabbalah doesn't as well. That would reinforce what he does say explicitly on the base. But in that um, you know, interim suggestion that he makes, which others you know, including uh, the Ravid may embrace, namely that not that you don't need it, but that it doesn't work for the Shlia, for the Isha, um, at that point, um, you know, it's, um, he's definitely speaking about the Isha itself. So that's just to, to correct that, um, you know, that inaccuracy. Okay, so now I just want to speak um, about um, the question of Shliach Laholacha and Shliach Kabbalah um, in terms of Edekiyum. Um, and uh, as background for that, and then we still have to fill in a few other things, but as background um, to that, um, um, you know, to speak about the role, something that we talked about earlier in the year, but just to flesh it out a little bit more, and that is the role of third parties um, in the um, Eidus Shabbashtar. Again, the background being um, the way I was trying to suggest to interpret the Rambam, Right. The Rambam thinks that the Isha doesn't need uh, or the Ebed, um, 
you know, in, in parallel. That's the Rambam in Hilchos Um And it sounds to me very much like the explanation, the very long explanation in, um, in Hilchos Gerush, the first one, um, is, is invoking the din of Reish Lakish. Saying that, um, you know, um, when you have a, um, you know, when, you, when the Baldavar herself, in this case, is, is holding on to the Shar, you know, then you don't need anything. You know, um, again, if there'd be an error, that would be a different story. But if, in the absence of an error, the Eidus Shabishtar is confirming, you know, that everything, you know, is on the up and up, you know, that Hakol, the Heksher, Nasa. Again, uh, what does the Rambab think about Shliach Kabbalah? Okay, that's just as we discussed a second ago. Like, what does the Raiman think about Shliach Kabbalah in his direction? What does the Rambam think about Shliach Kabbalah? I mean, the Rambam only mentions Bafanenachter, Fanenachtam in Shliach Leholacha, like Rashi. Never talks about Bafanenachtam in Shliach Kabbalah. So, this is like an interesting, again, a very interesting question. We know that there's a, a debate about this. We've seen the Shitos. There's still a couple more that we still have to mention. Um, again, if the debate is on the level of, um, you know, how and what conditions are we choshesh for the ir rabal, you know, that, that's one thing. And it's, you know, pretty easy to substitute, you know, um, you know, the, the, the variables are clear, and therefore substituting, like, the personalities, the shleich lolacha, shleich lekabala, isha baal, etc., isn't so difficult. But if we're talking about, you know, in the end of the day, um, you know, that Bafaninachtam itself kind of strengthens or, or you know, makes um, more explicit the, um, you know, the Koach Ashtar, and then that in turn, you know, um, allows Tvisa Ashtar, you know, to be the way that, that this all works. Um, if that's really what's going on in Bafaninachtam itself, um, or, or the absence of a need for Bafaninachtam, so then. Shliach Kabbalah's and Shliach Lehalacha's status, I say, becomes, you know, um, a part of a much larger topic. Namely, to what extent, you know, we're dealing with, um, you know, somebody who can be the Tofei Sashtar or the Bala Shtar, etc. So with respect to Shliach Kabbalah, you know, it's particularly tricky because on the one end, you know, the Shliach Kabbalah, as we've discussed, you know, it seems to be an extension of the um, of the Yad Ha'isha or the Chatzer Ha'isha. Um, that you know, on the one hand, is a good reason to think that whatever status the Isha has, you know, the Shliach the Kabbalah has, you know, um, even more perfectly, let's say, than a regular Shluchal Shal Adam Kimoso uh, would. In other words, it's more unusual and maybe even more difficult to generate the status of Shliach Kabbalah, but once you do, like the, you know, there's no real, you know, breathing room between the Isha and the Shliach Kabbalah. Um, but that isn't necessarily true, you know, either, because um, in the end of the day, right, the question is, you know, whether or not the result of being part of the, like an extension of the, of the domain of the Isha you know, is good enough in terms of reading, like, Adus into the star, or, 
or whether or not, since it's a passive, um, almost like Hefza-like, you know, extension, you know, so, you know, like, I don't know whether the Chatzar or the Yad of the Isha can be the Balashtak. I don't mean that literally, but you, you get the idea. Now, if we were dealing, you know, um, and, and in contrast, as I said, the Shliach Leholacha, you know, on the one hand, is, is more independent, as we've been discussing, um, of, you know, the, um, you know, the Bailin, you know, but on the other hand, you know, he's also playing more of a role. So um, given that, um, the idea that he's, you know, actually a better candidate, you know, than even most, shli, you know, shliach, um, kemosos, to be the balashtar for purposes of Reish Lakish, you know, is, um, is, I think, you know, mostly, he's not less than the shluch HaShalom Kemoso, he's only more. Um, so, you know, um, he's a better candidate than others. The shliach Kabbalah is both better and worse, both than other shliach uh, Shalom Kemosos, and certainly, you know, relative to the shliach Laholacha Beget. So that's kind of where we are, you know, when we're thinking about these questions. Um, uh, 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 just a small um, additional point, and this is going to be important for other things in a minute, and that is that, um, you know, there is a question, I think, also, to what extent um, Shliach le Kabbalah, um, you know, is also Shlucho Shal Adam Kimoso, um, notwithstanding, you know, the limitations. Uh, let me explain what I mean by that. So, of course, in light of the, meaning if we're, if we're, you know, considering the range and the possibility of, uh, or, or weighing the possibility of, of applying, you know, the status of Shliach le Kabbalah to certain things. So, um, again, the two extremes that we've been looking at is like, you know, it's really the, the Baal, you know, or the Mishaleach, or this, which of course in this case, the Isha. It's an extension of the Isha itself, and therefore, once you get it off the ground, it's, it's the most, um, you know, um, equal, um, you know, um, it, it, it is the, the, the Isha. On the other hand, it's only Betorah's Chefza, let's say, not Betorah's Gabra, you know, therefore, you know, that's, that's a big problem. However, just to, um, <coughs> to make, you know, it, it clearer a little bit, um, I guess to highlight it, we mentioned that the Nodabihuda was of the opinion, you know, that, um, um, you know, the din of Balkarcha doesn't apply, you know, once you're dealing, you know, with shlichas. So again, he was mostly talking about shliach laholacha. And again, his uh, nimuk was more like, you know, um, in comparing it to, you know, tofus levachot bakom shachat laachrini. You know, according to those Rishonim, would think that even a shliach can't do that. Like, uh, you're not going to have shlichos, which works for, for one person, you know, but to the detriment of someone else. It's like an interesting hashkafic question, too, about the nature of shlichos, and how, like, you know, just between the mishaleach and the shliach, or there's some sort of more objective status of being the shliach, let's say, that, um, you know, subjects you to the issue, you know, of being, you know, uh, uh, you know working for one person at the expense of, of another. I mean, it's an interesting question. Um, but what I was suggesting is that even, even if the evidence is true, um, and there really is, you know, such a din. Maybe it's also a din in Shluch Hashanah Kamosa, meaning the me- the mechanics or or the 
you know, the, you know, the essential, you know, working mechanisms, in other words, of, of shlichos, um, are a kind of transaction. Um, and, you know, um, as such, um, you know, they always, there always needs to be a certain uh, a level of volition or freedom, you know, um, involved in it. Not just the question of, you know, you're working for me, but you're working against him. But, you know, just simply the ability to, to you know, farm out, um, you know, to, to, to give some chut to someone else to represent you, you know, maybe that, you know, representation also includes, you know, um, the dimension of, um, you know, of, um, of this being, you know, uh, an act of will, but also an act of, um, you know, a Kenyan type of action, you know, which requires... Um, an element of ratzo. So, um, if that's the case, you know, then um, it's interesting to wonder about that also with regard to shliach, you know, le kabbalah. Um, shliach le kabbalah, again, in terms of the, you know, the, the gerushin is balkarcha the isha, um, but maybe the shlichus, you know, even though it is so passive in some respect, just you know, accepting no action. It's shevaltasa, not kumbase, but it's more than that. It's a shevaltasa which is associated in its pristine, uh, you know, platonic, I guess, you know, form with, um, you know, with, with a balkarcha, you know, of the isha. Um, on the other hand, there's still a, um, a das aspect of it in, in the decision of the isha you know, that the shliach represent her. And um, as such, does that itself constitute some sort of, you know, kimboso, shulcho kimboso, or, or minui, um, meaning even if vis-a-vis the baal, you know, um, um, the baal looks at, you know, at the shliach only as an extension of the isha, but still the ability of the isha to make, uh, even to extend herself as, as a chaptza, you know, is an act of will. And the question is whether that doesn't also a little bit stamp, um, you know, the nature of of, of shlichus Kabbalah. So, in addition to the question, you know, that the Lord Behuda is raising and, and my version of it, um, I think you know even, um, you know, that factual question alone, like what role does the decision that she makes to extend herself, uh, what imprint does that have on the on the content, the chefs of the shlichus, you know, is something to um, you know, to, to consider. Um, either way, um, this question then, you know, uh, remains kind of very gray area, both Shliach Lahulachav, especially Shliach Kabbalah, whether she's better or, or worse or just the same, you know, as a regular Shliach with respect to the problem of being, you know, a Balashtar. And in light of that, we should just look at some of the evidence um, and talk about Minui um, are you there? Are you there? Yeah. Let me just clarify what the case is we're talking about. When you have a case of Shlichus Kabbalah, Balkorcha de Isha, you need to consider what actually. Not Balkorcha de Isha to 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 have a Shlichus Kabbalah. I'm saying the the Gerushin is Balkorcha de Isha. Okay. Which means that the Shlichus Kabbalah, let's say, forget about the Nodim for a moment. Although he doesn't speak about speak about Shlichus Kabbalah, he speaks about you know Shlichus, you know Laholacha. Um, his objections actually don't really extend to Shliach Kabbalah. Right. 
Um, I my uh, suggestion that maybe even if even if Gitten, you know, um, Nasina and Kabbalah can be Balkarcha, that once you introduce Shlichos of any sort, that maybe there's an element that requires, um, you know, um, uh, Ratzon. You know, well, let's leave that aside for the moment. So when I speak about Balkarcha, I'm speaking about from from the Tzad of the Baal, it's the you know the Nasina to this extended Isha. Kabbalah is likely to be Balkar. But what I'm saying is the Minui, you know, her decision to make a Shliach Kabbalah is always a, um, a choice. That's always an expression of Ratzah. So what I'm wondering is does that matter? Does that give any element of Shluchal Shalom Kemoso, you, know, um, you know, whether it then ends up being my version of the, you know, the Nota Behuda suggestion? Or um, anything having to do with the question, you know, that we're now talking about, which is like the shlich le kabbalah would seem to be the best, easiest um, extension of, of the balashtar because it's you know it's just her yad. On the other hand, it's also the worst because it's just her yad, right? You can say it's her yad or it's just her yad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's uh, it's her chefza, so it's you know it's her, but it's not her. It's her as a chefza. So what I'm just pointing out is that the the decision to make a shliach lekabala is always is always an act of her ratzah, you know. So from that point of view, you could say that there's enough shlucha shalom kemoso in that, you know, that 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 qualifies. Even though this person is serving as a chefza, they're only serving as a chefza because of the you know the will of the isha that that be the case. So it's still a person who is who is by from from the point of view, if it wasn't for her will, then he wouldn't, his acceptance as a chefza of the get wouldn't be, you know, valid. And from that point of view, you know, maybe there is a status of balashtar. I'm kind of just, you know, throwing out different... Right. I mean, we're just saying, very fact that Shofar works itself as a halos entirely. I mean, not, I mean uh, the case of another view himself is not applicable to Shofar Correct. Yeah, at all. The, the, the Nord yeah. got me thinking, and since okay. he was, you know, working on the, you know, on the evidence, um, you know, side of it, that there, you know, that that the objective question, and it could be this is what caught his eye too, and I don't, I'm not sure it's such a coincidence that if you read the first piece, you know, you don't get as much uh, of a clear, um, you know, more limited, um, you know, understanding of, of what troubles him. Um, as as you do when you read the second piece, uh, I think that you know just the it's a I, it's objectively an interesting legal slash legal theory you know kind of an issue. In other words, you have a, you have a process which is balkarcha, which is unilateral, which is um, coercive, right? On the one hand, and on the other hand, you're you know employing mechanisms right to to carry that out to execute that. That are from a world, you know, which typically, you know, um, reflects um, choice, choice for the mishaleach and choice for the shliach in 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 the appointment, you know, and typically in the kind of kenyan that this appointment, you know, applies to, and that's when we talk about the bailus and the connection to, you know, um, tanai and, and those kind of things, um, and um, as such. I think it's just like a very interesting question whether or not you just don't lose that part of it because you're using that, you know, that mechanism. 
And I'm trying to explain that for the shliach l'holacha part, for sure. But what I'm saying is that there may be an element of that even in the shliach l'kabbalah part. That, that's what I'm, I'm raising now. And that is that this very fact that, you know, this extension, you know, um, uh, only takes place because the Isha wants it, you know, that in itself injects a little bit of, you know, tip, more typical, if not typical, shluchol shaladim kemoso, an element of it, you know, into this process, and maybe that is mashpia, you know, in some cases litova, in some cases, you know, I would say lura'a, but, you know, in some cases it's, it's marachiv, in other places it's mitzamtzim, um, you know, um, some of the dinim, you know, that flow from the unique status of Shriya Kabbalah. Yeah. Taking Rabbi's point just to extreme, if a, if a woman makes a Shriya Kabbalah, that might need to be a persona, given the Shluchot Shalabat Kemos element. In Say the that main, again? If a woman makes a Shriya Kabbalah, I'm saying that it, it's not inconceivable to me. I don't, I don't think the Nora Behuda is saying that yeah. at all. But uh, right, I'm saying that, that something like that might be true. By the way, um, just to save a little time later, hopefully, you know, we're investing a little more now to save a little time later. I think it's interesting to think about the shliach l'kabbalah of, um, of Kiddushin as well. Um, meaning normally we think that shliach l'kabbalah of Isha is like shliach l'holaka, you know, um, of Kiddushin, sorry. Shliach l'kabbalah of Kiddushin is like shliach l'holaka of Kiddushin uh, because um, the act of Kiddushin is a consensual um, act. And I think mostly that is um, true. However... Um, there are two points, you know, also to consider. Uh, one is, um, getting back to the sugya in Kiddushin, beginning of the second parak, um, and the makor of, you know, shlichus, and the discussion of the Tosis, you know, harash as well. And that is, um, you know, why, you know, why we need uh, separate limudim for shliach la'olach and shliach la'kabal of Gerushin, and then by extension, you know, shliach la'olach and shliach la'kabalah of Kiddushin. And, and that's where the Gemara brings in the factor of Balkarcha in such an important way. But as I say, lemaskana, you know, um, how do we take it? Do we take it that everything, all the shlichios, notwithstanding, even shliach, in other words, uh, beget, you know, um, the Balkarcha factors neutralized in their shlichos. This is what we would have thought, but now... You know, the Xeris of extending to other things and still associating them, especially if it's the same Pasuk, the Shilak, the Shilka, um, etc., um, is telling us that, you know, even, even the Gitin parts are, are really, you know, typical Shlichos. How could that even be if it's Balkarchak? You know, both the Shlich Lalaka part, Shlich Lakabaha part, what we just discussed, you know, might be the explanation. That's a good framework, I put this question. But you also, you know, may want to consider the opposite. Um, and that is that, um, you know, we d- if we do derive, you know, shliach um, laholacha, you know, be kiddushin from shliach laholacha be gitin, and shliach kabbalah be, you know, be kiddushin from shliach kabbalah be gitin, right? is it possible, you know, that there are some, you know, unique features? Now, it's not going to be balkorchach, clearly, because it isn't balkorchach. So you're not going to get those extremes, and you're not going to get that result, but um, we also know right, that um, um, you know, the husband is the dominant 
party in the Maisa Kiddushin, right? It's Kitikach, and not even Kitilokach, you know, and that has impact on, on you know, the issues of Nasina and Amira, you know, etc., and the Lashonos um, that we use, etc. And even when it comes to the Das, you know, uh, again, this is a totally consensual um, Kenyan, as it must be. There's no Mitzarev, as, as we discussed um, earlier, and moreover, just, you know, the, you know, uh, from a moral point of view, you know, it, it's impossible that this wouldn't be a consensual act, frankly. Um, a moral slash halachic view. But um, in the end of the day, like in terms of the das or isha, you know, there's this other very famous run, you know, in, uh, the one in the Darim, that the, um, you know, Avni Miluin, you know, um, uh, you know, made even more famous, you know, than it would have been in a, you know, in its own right, um, you know, and quotes it anywhere and, and everywhere, you know, also in the Xos, but especially, of course, in the, in the Amin Bluin, and that's this, you know, this idea that the Ran, uh, you know, talks about, you know, about the um, Dasa Isha kind of being, you know, surrendering or, or you know, acquiescing. Um, again, she could say no, of course, but, you know, she doesn't necessarily need to say, you know, yes, like enthusiastically and affirmatively. Just to be clear, I mean, you know, in these, uh, you know, we just, you know, just celebrated a, 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 an engagement, but, you know, there, there, there should be enthusiasm and, and clear affirmation. <laughs> I'm just talking about in the, um, you know, in the, in the actual, under the chuppah, you know, in terms of the, you know, you know what, what is the threshold of, of das that needs to be expressed or, or felt um, in this agreement Right, in theory, in a way, it gives the Isha more flexibility, frankly. I mean, she could say no, you know, but when she says yes, you know, does, she, does it have to be a ringing yes, or is it like, you know, she's mivatelet uh, daita, you know, to, um, you know, she's going along or she's acquiescing more passively, you know, to the, um, to the proposal, right? Um, again, that sounds like we're short, you know, we're, we're cheating her, um, but, you know, uh, not necessarily that's her choice. I mean, um, the point is that she can, you know, she can agree to the Kiddushin, you know, uh, with, a, with a greater level of reserve or, or reticence, um, you know, et cetera. But does that have any, you know, um, spillover impact, if that's really true? Again, not everybody agrees with that, Ron, at all. The Avni Miluin, like, assumes that the whole world is on, on board with that. Um, you know, that, you know, is one of the reasons it became so famous because he used it for, for many, many things. It's a fascinating, you know, phenomenon. Is it on the board? Oh, great, yeah. Right. So that's the, you know, um, but you, you wonder whether or not, you know, in terms of, um, you know, shlichos, like if the idea is that the more, um, you know, Das you require, the more of like an active, uh, you know, participation you require, you know, um, the more, you know, shlucho shalom kimoso, because it's, you know, mesirat samchut and jurisdiction, etc. So um, you could say, listen, as long as the threshold that she could say no, and, and that she has the right, 
to you know um, to, to express minimal agreement or 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 more. Then the end of the day, it, it's all the same in terms of shulchan kabbalah, or not? Because if that really, for example, I say some of the Avni um, Miluim and others, I think I, we already mentioned this, when they talk about things like you know, do you need a dekiyum, you know, to know about the dots, right? So what about the possibility, for example, of being mechalek, you know, between the das ha'ish, you know, and the das ha'isha, right? Um, not because you know it, it's. Um, it's you know not as consensual as it, as it seems, but just because you know um, if you need a certain high threshold of conviction, you know so maybe that that's part of the hagdara of of das Lakadesh. and if it's more like you know you can decide to go along with it, um, you know maybe it's more like you have a kolachiku, you know but uh, you don't necessarily you know need to be enthusiastic or to have a certain threshold of das. You know, and therefore that's that's not part of the Hagdara part. You know, and therefore that wouldn't trigger uh, the demand of of So what I'm saying is, in the end of the day, you know, is it possible that even that if we're equating, you know, at least initially, you know, shliach, uh, you know, Kabbalah of Gitin and and Kiddushin, uh, like if the Maskana of the Gemara is it all works, so everything is shluchos shalom kabbalah. That's one extreme. And then the middle idea, which certainly many people will say, is uh, there are differences between shliach uh, of get and kiddushin, but the extra, you know, limud, the gili milsa, is that, you know, um, that may work in its way, and this works in, in its way. Um, or, you know, especially once you expand to other shlichuyos, you know, and dealing mamanis and so on. So that becomes a better paradigm or part of the more expansive idea of shliach, which includes you know, Shliach, Kiddushin, you know, for Holacha, you know, and for Kabbalah. I'm only suggesting that as another alternative, instead of saying they are connected, and Midah, Kiddushin, Nishma, Ligitin, that everything is, you know, Shlucha, Shodam, Kiboso, that uh, maybe there are some echoes, uh, not of Balkarcha, the Isha, but of um, the Shlichos, of, you know, consenting, agreeing, acquiescing, you know, being, um, you know, a different model, than um, activating, you know, initiating, you know, um, you know, creating, you know, a chalos. Yeah. What's the significance of Noam's question? If a woman appoints a shliach on Kabbalah, yeah, and then she doesn't want to get divorced, so some of that would just constitute your canceling of the shliach, and then the Baal would have to give it to the Isha herself. Of course, that still works. Yeah. So what's why we suggesting as the case where there would be a nafkin? No, no, no. He was, no. I'm saying in the extreme, would you would you apply like a nota bihuda type concept idea, which is that you know let's assume that a that you know if you're makadish with a shliach laholacha, that you it's not balkorcha de isha, right? How do you apply that? Would you apply that to shliach lekabbalah? The, the nota bihuda certainly doesn't seem to be. But would you say, oh, whenever it's through shlichos, then it has to be bidas haisha bidas shliach lekabbalah, because she had she could if she. If if she is allowing this to take place through Shliach the Kabbalah, then you know there that mechanism, you know, um, or and, you know, the Ratzon, you know, that um, creates, you know, the Shliach the Kabbalah to begin with, you know, is um, is is mandates, you know, that the whole process be, you know, um, 
uh, one which is in Balkarcha. Like what other parts of the Prat? I mean, she already, she, by appointing... No, I'm just saying, the etzem use of shlichos means that you, you were, in other words, if you want to go the Balkarcha route of Gerushin, which is unique, which is singular, then you have to do it, you know, in the more direct, you know, fashion of Baal Le'isha. The second that you include, I, I think there are two ways to say it, the second that you include any shliach, the shlichos institution itself, assuming that shlichos Kabbalah is not totally, you know, um, independent of that, requires that the transaction be, you know, um, uh, a consensual one, you know, and not a, um, you know, unilateral one. So, I guess I'll just, if, what's the case where you have a, a what, what's the typical case? The Isha made a shliach Kabbalah. She didn't fire him, right, which is also. And um, now the Baal comes and wants to uh, give the Gad. She doesn't want it. The shliach Kabbalah doesn't want it. You know, but, um, you know, she could be screaming and yelling, I don't want it, but she's not going to fire the Shliach Kabbalah. I mean, that, it's very possible that it's not. I mean, it goes back to the Sugya, you know, that we discussed. I guess it depends how unique Shliach Lahulach is, but, but some of those Sugyas are... But either way, the Gemara makes a distinction, you know, when it talks about, you know, Onus Beget and, and, and uh, Gili, Gili Daita Beget. Um, the Gemara makes a distinction either way between... Um, you know, wanting to cancel, you know, the um, the shliach in, in there are some cases, and wanting to cancel, you know, the gay Those are by the Baal. Yeah, right. I'm saying either way, there can be that. If if you still need to fire the shliach le Kabbalah, you know, even if this, I mean, there could be different levels. I mean, what I was describing in shliach laholacha was, I think, very extreme. You know, it's from the Gemaras itself, and some according to some of the Rishonim, that you know you see that something has happened that you have to undo. First of all, I think there's a case to make for that in Shlichus Kabbalah, you know, um, for a parallel opposite reason, namely it's a different kind of Shlichus. So you you know maybe when you extend your yourself, you know that's different than um, appointing somebody to do something for you. you when you have somebody doing something for you. Right, so you can, you know, you can, at the second that, as long as it's not Devarim Shabalev, you know, we know that you no longer have, want them to represent you, so then that, that's over. But maybe you need a more formal, just like you might need a, we'll get, that's what we're getting to, just like you might need a more formal way to, to extend yourself, you may need a more formal way, you know, to, uh, to end that. Um, and therefore, in a very parallel, there might be nafkeminos, but there there might be a parallel between shleich halacha and shleich kabbalah, you know, for very different reasons. Shleich halacha because of his power, because of balkarcha. If there is balkarcha, according to most people, there's balkarcha, or because of the representing already a stage in, in the gerushin, you know that that's the reason it's different and stands out. Shleich kabbalah because you're you're extending, you're creating a chefza, not not a gavra, and you're not you know. You're not basically giving the, the person koach on the maisa. You're giving them koach on, you know, a shebaltasa or, or, or being. So that that's number one. And especially if you think that you know um, the minui, you know, the 
in a kiyum, you know, is somehow something more difficult to, you know, to undo, which, um, you know, which would make, frankly, a great deal of sense as well. But either way, what I'm saying is, even if you were to get into the regular, even in a regular shliach, not a shliach, or anything, there still will be circumstances where somebody, you know, says, I, like, somebody's an akshan, a little bit like our Afkinu case, he says, uh, you know, I don't want to fire the shliach, you know, but I don't want to, you know, have the process. Well, let's say he was explicit about it. Let's say in a case that made, you know, that was where there was clarity, right? Would that work or not? I made a pronouncement. I don't want to get divorced, but I also am not, you know, retracting my uh, my um, my appointment of the shliach le kabbalah. Yeah, my question would be, is that last? Like once you say you don't want to get divorced, then your shliach le kabbalah has no. Only if you think that either um, only uh, why is that true? I I don't why should that be true? I I don't think that's true at all. I mean, again, I don't. What I was trying to show in shliach the whole lacha is that even when you try to, let's say, cancel the get, you know, that ends up having implications for the shliach the whole lacha, or the opposite. Even when it seems like you're doing enough objectively, like in in call Torah kula. You know, um, leave truma out of it, but everywhere else, let's say, where you know you're firing the um, the shliach laholacha, but in the end of the day, this is not good enough. You know, again, in two opposite ways for shliach, you know, laholacha. But let's say, but e- even in any shlichus, the shlichus lemechira uh, or whatever, you know, there can still be people who are a little bit, you know, peculiar, um, and for whatever reason, you know, they they want to stand on ceremony and they want to target. You know, um, where, where their targeting isn't just, you know, whatever works to torpedo the transaction that they no longer want, but they want to torpedo it in a particular way. So let's say they don't want to fire their shliach, but they don't want their transaction. Right? You ask me why would somebody do that? I mean, that's, that's strange. There are a lot of peculiar phenomena in the world. It sounds The shaleach isn't isn't doing something the the against the will of the mishaleach in terms of his minui. He's doing something that the that the that the mishaleach is not happy about, but can't stop on their own either. Meaning, if the if the baal hands the get to the isha, everybody agrees that that's you know going to be a get. So let's say she's you know blogging. You know about how much she wants to stay married, you know, and uh, and whatever she doesn't want a divorce, and you know she's very uh, you know um, you know unhappy with the divorce or thrilled to continue the marriage, and you know if it were up to her, she you know if it wasn't for 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 the fact that you know that uh, she doesn't want the divorce, but she's not firing the shliach le kabbalah. Maybe she has some principle that you know once she's made the uh, shliach le kabbalah an extension of her yad, she's also not. Uh, you know, uh, uh, somebody who changes her mind. So uh, I don't understand why so that's so. That's woman, all difficult to understand. She can say, "I want to stay married." But she's not making that claim. Litkuni shidartech is when you say to a shliach, "You did something that is is doesn't meet my approval, and that typically, even in anticipation, you know, doesn't meet my. I appointed you to do X." You did corrupt acts. That's what Litkuni Shadartich Velolavisi is. Here she's saying, I'd love to remain married, um, or I don't want to be divorced, 
from X, but she was she was mana ashliach lekabbalah, and now even though she doesn't, she's not happy, but she's saying very clearly, I don't have das lehisgaresh. But in the end of the day, she's she's not firing the shliach lekabbalah. If you ask her, interview her, say, are you firing the shliach lekabbalah? She says no. You say, well, why don't you just fire the shliach lekabbalah? She'll say, okay, because if I fire the shliach, simple. It's not even so peculiar. If I fire the shliach lekabbalah, so then you know we'll all have to suffer the worst, uh, a worse indignity, you know, of, of be receiving the get, you know, directly into my chotzer or or into my yad. I'm not, you know, I, I can't. Uh, uh, you know, um, on the contrary, now we've figured out who she is. She so wants to continue this marriage that, you know, the, the worst thing for her is to live that moment, you know, where, where she's mekabelas the get uh, directly from the husband. Can you conceive it? I can yeah, conceive no, that, that it. <laughs> okay. I, I was, before you asked me, I didn't know exactly who she was because I didn't care because I'm, I'm interested in the legal category. But now I, I even know who she is. <laughs> Not specifically, but, but you know, she, she just can't live that moment. You know, so she, the Shliach Kabbal is out there, but she doesn't want to be the Skaresh. I'm suggesting that in, in a, uh, I can conceive, I'm not saying it's for the Nodibhud at all, but I can conceive based on the logic that if, if A, the institution of Shlichus, you know, always requires, you know, a level of Ratzah. Um, because that's what it is. It's, it's you know, in Sefer Kenyan. You know, it's, uh, it's, that's the kind of thing that it is. Um, or and, the fact that she is memane a Shliach Kabbalah only Meritzona. You know, so that stamps his, you know, status as as you know, as something that you know that 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 is dependent upon her rut zone, even though she has no rut zone, you know, to resist in this particular case. So then I can, uh, you know, I, I would understand that. Although I think that's a little bit that Noah was asking me, you know, is a bit of an extreme, right? What I was mostly saying was, I saw, I can I conceive of that, like in a, in a, do I know of anybody who says that? No, uh, can I? Do I think it's such a leap in logic or, or in halachic logic? No. I think I could conceive of that. Um, I'd love to find somebody who says it, you know, so, uh, but if we don't, I can still conceive of it. I, I think there could be a lot of reasons why it's just, you know, not correct. But the backup, which is what I was really talking about, was, you know, to what extent we look at the shliach, you know, even though his function isn't a balkorcha situation, as still retaining elements of shlucho shodim kamoso. Because even if in the end of the day, you know, the shliach is no better than the mishaleach, you know, and therefore, you know, the, the, the imposed get will still be chal, right? There still, you know, are elements of shlukal shodim kemoso in, in the minui and in the kabbal. And I'm just, that's something I'm saying. And then I'm kind of flipping on the other side to say, and by the way, you know, if the, you know, if it's not just a minimal threshold, but... There is a correlation between, let's say, the, the level of das and the level of, of kumbase, you know, as opposed to shebal tase, you know, uh, the, you know the, the, the equality, not of, of rights in, in a bigger way, but of the roles in the, in, the, in the procedure, let's say, between Baal and Isha in Kiddushin, is it inconceivable that that would also spill over into, you know, explaining how there is some correlation Albeit, you know, with for sure, you know, with remaining differences between Shliach Kabbalah of Kiddushin and Shliach Kabbalah of, um, of Yerush. Yeah. 
I don't think I've said anything yet. Just is there anything that yeah. could extend to the Das Hashliach itself? What do you mean? Meaning, if we're to say that the Isha would have some say, Bal Karka, when she's a man of Shliach Kabbalah, yeah. could the Shliach Kabbalah himself say that he's not accepting the Gash? Yeah, I think that's what we were talking about in the Noam's you know, scenario. That's what Noam was asking. Well, I mean, you're saying, oh, is there a difference between, like, her saying... Oh, okay. No, I, I think both. I think it could be one or the other. I think you could draw a line in that. But I, the same principle applies. I mean, I could conceive it being, you know, that the Isha could say, well, you want to go through the Shliach, you know, then, then my Das matters, because the, the whole Shliach wouldn't exist if it wasn't for my Das. This particular piece in the... This component is, you know, is totally Vedaiti. So, you know, you can still give it to me directly, although that's my worst nightmare... But, um, you know, um, the nurse Mightmare's part is just like to explain why he didn't fire her more explicitly. Oh, why and even she, she didn't fire him. Be, and even if she wants to be Ms. But you're saying something else. You're saying, could there also be a difference? Does it matter what her das is if he's her chafza? Or does it matter what his das is? Right. So I, I think that's an... If, if this idea, which I don't think is far-fetched legally at all, frankly, is, uh, is valid... I can see that being a place to draw the line. I would understand both, you know, uh, um, you know, both positions on that. So that that's a good clarification. But yeah, I wouldn't dismiss one or the other. But I think it's a place along the line. Okay. So let's uh, having set. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Is, is there evidence other than the run that for that type of like shlifos in getes and sorry in kedushin? Say that one more time. Is there evidence other than the run for those type of like? Baal Karka or less volitional Shlichos Kabbalah. Oh, um, I mean, you have a Havamina of the Gemara, of course. And the question is, what did that even mean? You know, when the Gemara says, you know, um, you know, Isha Niknes and Isha Makadesh, um, etc. They said there's no Mitzari. The way the Meiri puts it is more like, you know, Pragmatically, it's like you know, Lomatz, you know, uh, you know, Basavram Mavinu, you know, going to become vulnerable to all these unscrupulous, you know, uh, people. I, I think it's more, you know, there. I think there are three levels. That's more like a pragmatic consideration. My my point is more that there's no batare if you can't, you have no connection to somebody. You know, how would you ever impose your will? And I think the bigger idea is that you know people have free will. And, you know, being uh, miskadeshes is obviously um, a consensual, you know, that's what I meant, like, the moral element, which what I think is, is the most powerful one. I don't, I think all three are true. Um, but the very fact that, you know, so again, the, the Rajba has this whole discussion, like, how could there even be such a Havamina? It's a Kenyan, you know, so he's like, and then he says, oh, you know, maybe they're talking about, like, Taluya Bazavin, you know, things of that sort. So, um, again, you have this run. <clears throat> I think in the world of Taluya Bezavim, like when do you say Agavonsi Gomar Makni, we find that there are differences possibly in different Kenyanin, at least in terms of, like, you know, requiring saying Rotsani, um, which is, you know, something that the Raibid brings up in a bunch of places. Perigdalu de Chasishus, um, 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 you know, in the context of Losach mode, uh, but, but in other contexts, sometimes, sometimes he has it, sometimes he doesn't have it. The Rambam, I, I think I mentioned in the name of Chaim, you know, the, that he has it only for Korban and for, and for Gittin. So um, I, I, I think that, um, you know, that, and that's Sugya, there could, you know, Eda Havamina is like maybe a reflection of that, depending on what you understand. The, the idea of um, Talibazabin, 
and and maybe the need to, for rotsani could be a you know possible nafkamina. Um, definitely post the ran and, and especially the avne miluim, you know um, you know marketing it you know on mass. You know there have been other I think many other expressions been people who have um, you know if not in its most extreme form but you know embraced it. Um, and I, I introduced it by, which I think does have a lot, you know, of um, impact on the Ran, of, by saying that in the Misa, you know, um, uh, Kiddushin, right, forget about the Das for the moment, um, you know, it's Kiikach and not Kitikach and Kitilakach. You know, I think the Ran is saying is a huge um, leap, but, but it's not a leap without a foundation. I think it's a huge leap. I think there's a difference between, you know, the the Misa Kiddushin, you know, just the protocol or the ritual or whatever you want to call it, and um, and and the Das part, you know, what what the threshold of Das is. I think it's by the way also opposite evidence in the other direction, also with some of these same Makaros, in terms of um, like you know Tali Bazavin and other things that maybe you need equal or or more Das, you know, for the Isha because in some respects she's making a greater, you know, commitment. Because she's Asura Akula Alma Kehektish. You know, Medina Daraisa, he can marry, you know, other people, right? Uh, the Easter of Eshashish, which is so Khamur, is really her, you know. So maybe requiring, again, in the end of the day, it's misleading. Like people are, you know, I guess, um, you know, are unhappy with the Ran because they think it, you know, short sells uh, the Isha. But it's, it's a little bit. Um, you know, m- misleading because again, she has a right to say no. She has a right to decide on a personal level, whatever level of das, you know, she wants. She could say no, you know, because I'm only going to marry, you know, that one person in the, in the universe, you know, who's worthy of me or or who the Rabbanu Shalom, you know, picked for me. You know, she can have the highest standards, you know, um, you know that she wants. It's it's more flexibility. Um, you know, than it is, it gives her more options rather than, um, on the other hand, you know, the idea that the threshold could have been actually greater because she's, you know, um, in some respects, as I say, you know, um, committing more. He's committing, you know, in the sense that he has obligations to her, you know, financial, others, you know, um, and, and that's part of the, you know, that's why he creates the kalos and so on and so forth. But she's committing because um, in terms of the exclusiveness of it, the daraisa, and, and, the, uh, and the, the chomer of it. So I think there's also evidence, if you have Kedushin, I guess, we'll, we'll talk about that. That goes in the other direction, too. But I do think that, that sugas like that are, are helpful for it. Okay. Um, <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, we have to... Um, you know, move a little more quickly, but okay. So let's talk about Minu Shliach Laholacha just for a couple of minutes, and then we'll try to pick up and finish with this more tomorrow. So uh, obviously, the question of Shliach um, Laholacha, Shliach LeKabbalah, you know, which we've been discussing, you know, touches on many things. And according to certain Mefarshim, for sure, um, the question of Minu, uh, you know, Be'edim is also complicated because, as we noted, there are two aspects to it. One is you know, the relationship of different shlichim, but also, you know, what requires uh, edus, right? And are we dealing with, you know, what kind of edekium, if we're talking about edekium, are we talking about? Are we talking about, you know, the edekium that I described in, like, you know, for the Rambam, 
you know, an Isha Rab Chaim's type of Edekiyum, the, the Ra'oz type of Edekiyum, maybe Rabbeinu Tam's, you know, Edekiyum, the one that's, you know, that elevates and, and trans, you know, in a transformative or transcendent, you know, kind of uh, way? Is that what we're talking about? Or are we talking about, you know, um, the Edekiyum, you know, more like the Rajma, you know, and, and the Xos, you know, um, et cetera, namely, um, you know, the stakes are high, the consequences are are uh, not something to, you know, take risks, uh, and therefore, you know, we need to know, you know, that, you know, this is something at least structurally that at one point, this is something you know which can be, which can be verified. So that's also an important question, and therefore, this is a very difficult question to pin down. But just to, we only have a couple of minutes so we can talk about this today, but then we'll pick up with it tomorrow. Um, again, just look over that Rab Chaim again, you know, in uh, in the Chibur, and of course uh, the Ramam in Parik Tesalach Alamid Base, and you know Gimel Tesvav, and the, I mentioned the the, Ra, the Rush, which also quotes the Ramban. So if you want a shortcut, that's fine. On Men Hey Omed uh, So if you look at just at the evidence alone, you know, again, we're familiar with the Machlokus Ramam Raivin. We've spoken about it already a little bit. Shalom. What's what's the views of the Ramam and the Raivin? And whether or not Minu Yedim require Minu Shlichos requires Yedim, if you have to break it down, seemings, so you know, Ashtos. They want to give Tesva. Familiar or your? Okay, uh, DJ, DJ. Oh, do or do we? Well, I didn't get a final answer from you over Shabbos. Like you know, are we are we going with DJ? Or are we? Uh, was it David? David Yaakov. David Yaakov. David Yisrael, Teferis, uh, <laughs> okay. Um, but it's whatever you prefer. Neutral. Okay, so what's the machlokas between the Ramam and the Raivin? What? Oh, okay, so it's, I mean, not good, but I guess we'll have tomorrow to, they did you? Um, the Ramam thinks that you need an ADKM only for Shlech Kabbalah. Um, of? Of Kedushan. And what about Gitin? Um, he doesn't, he also thinks he needs for a sure. as well. Right. Yeah. I mean, the Rambam holds you need Ede Kiyum for Shliach Kabbalah of Gitan and Kiddusha. And what about Shliach Lalacha? No, seemingly not. Seemingly not. Right. right. Why do I say seemingly? There are Mach thinks there is a Mach look at. Or there's a Sira somewhere. Yeah. The, the Rambam, what somewhere? In Periktes. Periktes Halacha Lamedes. Right. It's, a, it's okay. a serious question. Some of the Nosakalim think it's serious, and some of them like they don't. Do. They say, like, well, what's his problem? And others say, yeah, that's a big problem. <laughs> Right? Okay. So the the Pashtus of the Rambam, if you read Barakimala Allah and Tazvab, and it's not a, it's not like a um, you know um, you know a succinct you know halacha, so we'll have to read it, we'll we'll start with that tomorrow. But you know, the Rambam has uh, you know quite a you know interesting formulation there, right? Baruch? Yep. Yeah. About Yeah, exactly. And and uh, Agav, he you know he says a couple of uh, interesting things about not only um, you know um, uh, the requirement the requirement of Adam in Minu Shliach, but about the nature of Shlichus Petruma and Shlichus Holacha uh, Beget. Right? I mean, the Rambam isn't uh, mincing words. He's not you know uh, trying to save ink in that particular halacha. Um, so it's an important formulation which we'll get to. But at the end of the day, it seems like he's mechalik. You need any kiyum for Kabbalah and not for Holacha, but across the board. 
and the Raibid? Yeah? You don't eat it. You don't or you do? The Raibid. Raibid is more machmer or more mekel? You, you do. You, you do. need edim even for minui shliach laholacha begitin ubekidusha. Except that you have it in the case of git. So the question is, what does that mean? Because of gita mochiach, which is the language of the Mishnah on Chavgimel on the base, when the Mishnah says that you need, uh, you know, um, the Mishnah says you can have people who are typically not nemanim or nemanos, actually. You know, they, they could be, even though they're not nemanos, you know, be'edos misa sabal, they are nemanos to be shliach laholach. That's a funny, you know, kind of a thing. We talked about it already a little bit in the end of the previous year, not previous to- previous topic, meaning the... Um, we were talking about Bito Shliach Laholacha and Shliach Laholacha, right? I mentioned that uh, the Ram has a very unusual shita in general, um, which I think is relevant to all this. Namely, can somebody who's possibly Avera Midoraisa, can he serve as a Shliach Laholacha? Right? In Hilchos Mechira, uh, you know, no one ever said that the Shliach has to be somebody who can be an aide, frankly, right? So um, this is like very, very challenging. But either way, the, the Mishnah says, even if a woman is not nemenes to say Misa Sabal, she will be nemenes, or she will be qualified to be a Shliach Laholacha, because Gito Mochiach. So the writer says, Gito Mochiach explains why it looks like there's no requirement of Minui Shliach Laholacha beget be'edim, but it's misleading, and therefore... You do require actual edim for shliach um, holacha bikidushin if it's not a star, right? Or if it's a star beidim mesira, which, anyways, for the Rambam is, seems to be the requirement, right? So if you have a um, uh, or, but more importantly, when it comes to kidushin, right? There's also uh, the more ubiquitous kidushin kasef. So shliach laholacha for kidushin kasef. According to the Ravid, requires eight. But if you look objectively, this is going to take another two minutes, or four, um, if you look objectively at the evidence upon which this is built, what impression do you get, you know, from that? I'm just saying. Zach? Like, where do they get the... Gita Mochiach is a Mishnah, although the Ravid's use of it is very intriguing. We'll get back to that. I'm already alluding to that. Chaim speaks about that, right? Like, Gita Mochiach means the equivalent of Minu Yishliach uh, Be'edim? Right? I mean, we're not, we've, we've talked about it, so we're not so unfamiliar. But, okay, so that's a, a Mishnah. What does Rambam say about that? Okay, we'll get to that. But what what is the evidence that you need a Minu Yishliach Be'edim at all? I mean, where are they all come up with, with this whole thing. I mean, nobody would have thought, I'm pretty sure, on their own, that there's a requirement, you know, that shlichim, you know, be appointed, you know, in the presence of Adas. That That's very different than saying if there's an error and somebody says, uh, like, you know, he, uh, you know, um, he's, he's not my shliach, right? You know, that, that could be a din Torah. You know, but the idea that, you know, per se, you need Adim, you know, as an upfront requirement, and if you don't have it, you know, that, 
you know, even if we believe that he's, you know, the shliach, it doesn't make a difference, assuming that's what we're talking about here. That, that's not obvious at all. And it has to come from somewhere. So where does it come from, Zach? Excellent. The Mishnah and Samach Gimel on the base, which we've seen already, correct? Which says that you need two kite edim, one for minui shliach le Kabbalah, sorry, and one for um, the Maisa Gerushim, correct? Now, even there, you know, if you look carefully, and we'll talk about this also in Mirtashem tomorrow, look at Rashi and others. Uh, is that in the case of an era, or that's like an upfront requirement? Right? There are those who even minimize or downgrade, you know, that mocker. In which case, you could argue that no, no shlichus, you know, even Kabbalah Beget really requires atus <coughs> per se. I'm just saying, if there would be an error, this, you know, that this this would be helpful, and you would need it, correct? But let's uh, let's take the Mishnah Kipshuto, and certainly the way the Rambam and the Raivin read it, and that is that the Mishnah establishes that shliach Kabbalah right requires shliach Kabbalah Beget requires minui beit, but. Is there any makar that says explicitly that that is true also for shliach and Kabbalah bikidushin? Pashtus not. Is there any makar that says that um, shliach laholacha bikidushin uh, doesn't require um, edim? That's a trickier, a little bit of a trickier question. According to the Rishonim, I mean, I wouldn't ask that question. Would it be fair to say, you know? Um, like, is there anything in Shas, you know, that, you know, uh, unless, you know, we assigned it. But the Rishonim talk about it, right? Anybody? Well, that's why I told you to look at the um, the Rosh and the Ramban, you know, on, uh, no? Kiddushin on Kiddushin Memhei. Like, why Kiddushin Memhei of all things, right? Um, the answer is, and it's not even like Kiddushin Nebalif, so you say, ah, oh, the Shlichos Sodya, you know. But it's not. It's Memhei. Right, Noah? What's the case of Memhei? It's a great case, by the way. Yeah. That's a really dangerous thing. <laughs> they, were, they were drinking together, right? And the Tsipi, I think that I always thought it was the Tsipi's influence. Yeah, go ahead. Um, it's like Tevya and, uh, and Laser Wolf. You know? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> like, you know, they were, they were, you know, they had, were, they were out and they were socializing. Yeah. So what happened? They got very friendly. They said, "Oh, this would be a great, right? Uh, no, 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 this would be like a great shit up." That's how it happened, right? <laughs> the, the, the parents got together. The fathers got together. You know. And they said, this is at least one of the problems would be a good idea. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> what does that mean? So if a person is Mekadosh Ketana without the Rishus of the Father, the Father is definitely Ma'akev, and more than that, it may even be that we need his positive input, you know, and, or that may be a difference between Arison and the Suim, but that's not for now, right? Um, you know, those are Gemara's in Unmenhe, actually in uh, in Kiddushin, correct? So um, there you can you know you can operate and get you know the Haskava later on, but here what here what's the problem? Oh, and Rashi explains. So there's like two reasons. 
Number one, he's you know he's he's under a lot of pressure. Okay, we'll leave it at that. Siduchim crisis. Yeah. Oh, that's even more important. Meaning, it's interesting that Rashi has both, but that's again not for now. But because because at the end of the day, it's just it's irrelevant. Meaning, you know, um, it's it's not you know how pressured you know the father you know um, you know feels and like you know, how serious he's, he's taking this, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Or, or the son, for that matter. The, the, in the end of the day, the father has no... I mean, Kedusha Ketana, the, the father, is to some extent more than, he's more than a shliach, right? He's more like an apotropos, or he's even the bailim on this particular... Maybe there's something called a chalos Kedusha Ketana, you know? Um, of course, when she grows up, that, you know, that, uh, you know, that, that transforms into something else. But that, that's a big issue, right, in Kedusha Ketana. But uh, the father, you know, for a katan, doesn't have that same um, impact. He's not a bailin in this thing. And therefore, and this is, you know, their, their drinking shidduch, you know, is, is, uh, is a waste of time. Yeah, keep going. Doesn't want to, Gemara doesn't want to give up so easily. Oh, I guess there's a Musar Haskell there. Okay. Okay, so basically the line that caught the attention of the Rishonim was Dilma, the Shavya, Shliach. So what do you mean Dilma? If there's going to be a, uh, a Kedushim, right, don't you need, um, you know, Minoy Deidim? <coughs> so this is the Raya that meant, now is it such a strong Raya? Put it this way. Meaning there could be Aiden, but we just don't have it in front of us. Yeah. So it, it's a strong raya for one, for one you know, um, standard, you know, not necessarily for another. Now, it's part of the question that we're interested in is, like, do you need, like, upfront front Aiden like, we need to know Bishas Kiddushin, similar to what we were discussing, you know, with the, you know, the, the discussion of Tosis, you know, on uh, Tosis critique of Rashi on Fanidatum Fanidatum, you know, based on the base slash gimbal and aleph, right? That question, you know, do you need do the Adam need to know, you know, that they're that they that that this is the Shliach? And do they need to know it Aida Adim? You know, even more so. So if you if the point is that, you know, there's no Mysa Kedushin unless you have Ede Kium, unless you know that you have, you know, um uh, Adim, right? They don't have to be there, Bishas but you have to know that you have them bavadai, you know. Otherwise, there's there's you know, um, you know, it's a fisaron in in in, in the in the uh, ishus itself. So then it seems like, you know, dilma, you know, mashvilishliach isn't isn't a very good um, suggestion. That's that falls short. If the idea is, you know, that we have to be able, at you know, the, like as a torah biror, that's an interesting question. Do you need to know that up front? Or can you be mavarer that after the fact? So some of the Rishonim say it's not such a great riot, but this is the um, let's let's assume for the moment, you know that it's you know a lot of the 
You know, important Rishonim do think it's a raya, or at least a, a small raya. So the point is that there would be objective evidence, not, not foolproof, in either direction, because we just said, Rashi, others seem to even downplay the Mishnah on Samach Gimbalam and Beis and Gittin. So maybe even Shliach, the Kabbalah, you know, Big Get doesn't require, you know, Edim, um, you know. But I guess if you were to take the two most, um, you know, seriously, you know, considered the pieces of evidence in the, in the Gemara about this question, so you'd be left with in a very interesting place. Zach, which is? I'm just trying to make a bigger point. What, 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 what would you be left with? That there's a Mishnah in Gitin that seems to indicate that there's Minui, Shliach, Kabbalah, Beget, Al Right? And then there is a um, Gemara in Kiddushin that seems to say that there's no requirement of minui be'edim for a shliach laholacha b'kidushin. Okay? Now again, neither of those are foolproof, 100%. Um, and Rishonim themselves say that. But assuming that they're, you know, you know, worth uh, citing, we spent 10 minutes on it, so hopefully, you know, we, we were doing a good thing. Um, so you might end up with this interesting possibility of thinking, you know, that we have two extremes, right? What about in between? You know, what are the two cases in between? Shliach, Kabbalah, B'Kiddushin. And what about Shliach, Holacha, Beget? So again, just based on the evidence itself, um, you know, it makes a lot of sense to say, you know, that Shliach, Kabbalah, Beget is unique, and only if requires Aiden, if you want to take that position. Right? Because it's the only, you know, it's the most passive, as we've discussed, an extension of the Hefta. Right? Um, you know, it's Balkorcha, you know, the Isha. Right? So maybe the ability, it's a totally different barrier in some respects. Right? Uh, the ability, you know, to create you know, that kind of, um, of of shlichus, which is not based on, you know, the the jurisdiction, the authority, you know, etc. Maybe that requires um, a dekiyah, right? In that sense, only it, you might have thought. Okay. On the other hand, looking at it from the other side, Right, the the most normal of the shlichuyos, of the four, you know, clearly, is um, is the shliach laholacha of kiddushin. Right. So, if the strongest piece of evidence is that you don't require edim dafka and shliach laholacha be kiddushin, that makes a lot of sense. That that's more shluchos adam kemoso, you know, than than anything else, you know, that we can think of, you know. Um, again, you know, the impact is in terms of Ishus, but at least in terms of the the nature of the Shlichus, it's a typical Shlichus. Right? It's a Maisa Baratzon, the Isha can say no. How she says no, how much she says no, that, that's kind of irrelevant to at least to the, you know, to the to the quality of the Shlichus Halacha. 
have something to do with the quality of the shlichus and the Kabbalah, as we've said. But uh, like, how much am I giving you to do? How much do you need to do? You know, that's a little bit different. Um, so I just think it's like there's a certain interesting symmetry, just in terms of the um, in terms of the evidence. Oh. So um, we'll see if anybody actually says this. But um, then the possibility that okay, um, maybe shliach holacha, you know, beget. You know, as opposed to Shliach Halacha B'Kiddushin, Dafka does require Minui. Also makes sense, right, given what we've been discussing, right? It's, it's more than Shluchot Shlavit Kamoso, so maybe to establish that. Um, and, and not only that, but maybe it's a kind of a, you know, Kivin Demata Gita Liyado De Shliach you know, Keman you know, the uh, misgaresh or dummy, or, you know, getting back to those lines on Nun and Aleph and, and the, you know, possibility of firing with the Rach on Yudam and Aleph and the Kadosh and the, you know, uh, everything else that, you know, we, we, we discussed in connection to that. And that's kind of maybe where, you know, we can explain or have explained, you know, the Rosh's, you know, citation of that Yerushalmi, <laughs> Right, which seems to say that shliach, you know, holacha beget requires minu. Now, again, the rush himself in kiddushin will read that tomorrow. Hashem. You know, he does not uh, require that. So that's a separate question within the world of the rush. Doesn't you know? I think it's interesting, but it's not so critical to our, what we're discussing. I mean, the rush changed his mind, or the rush thought it was worth quoting that Yerushalmi because you know yesh dvarim bego. But, you know, he doesn't really paskin that way. So in the in Shochanara, in the postkin, they do discuss already, first of all, already, the, as I think we noted, the Mepharshim on the Rush in, in HaSholeach already discuss it a little bit. I believe some of the Mepharshim in uh, uh, Kiddushin as well, I think, on the Hebrew Aleph. In other words, um, you know, the Korban Asano, whatever, I don't remember exactly who, but, but they, they discuss it. And definitely in... In discussing this question in the um, in the postkin in Tor and Shulchan Aruch, like this is like what does the rush really hold? You know this uh, apparent stira between quoting the Rishami seemingly approvingly and you know expanding on it in Ashaleach, you know as opposed to what he says in Kedushin is discussed. Again, my uh, preferred solution is I think he paskins the way you know he you know formulates it in Kedushin. And I think he found it, you know, not only intriguing, but like, you know, as I say, um, um, you know, material and, 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 and important, you know, to register, you know, the Yerushalmi in Ashaleach, even if you don't pass it like it, because it does highlight, you know, the unusual character. Again, it's alongside, you know, the other problem, Shliach Nasei, right, where he says, Ein Shliach Nasei'd, when it comes to Shliach Lahalach. I should also mention, by the way, just to, on the symmetry of it, that the Me'iri in Kiddushin and the Me'iri in Ashaleach and the Kolbo um, also quote uh, Shita that, that um, Shliach Nasa'e doesn't apply to Shliach Kabbalah of Gittin. Meaning it applies across the board to Shlucho Shalom Kamoso, but it doesn't apply to Shliach Kabbalah again. And that, of course, goes along with, you know, the Rimigash's idea that, you know, the Dinavena Batoras, you know, is limited to Tushliach Kabbalah, 
um, the Rambams, which was connected to these other Rambams, the Rambams view, you know, that the only reason, you know, that Iktana uh, cannot be Mimana Shliach Lekabala, you know, is based on, you know, the, the requirement of Edim, not the din of, you know, Atem Gamatem, meaning this uh, uh, view of Ein Shliach Naseid, which parallels Shliach Laulacha, but for parallel opposite reasons, is further um, evidence, you know, that these are the two, you know, poles. So the idea that, you know, um, only Shliach Kabbalah, or, you know, Shliach um, Kabbalah, you know, in Get, and Shliach Laulacha in Get, and that's actually the Psak of, I think, the Smak, right? Um, that Agos Pamunios also quotes. Um, these are all shitas that make sense. The Rambam, you know, again, the, the Ravid thinks all four. So, um, you know, it's it's interesting. It's it's an interesting thing that according to the according to the Ravid that you need all four. You know, so where do you have it in, in uh, you know in in in, uh, in Shleach Halacha The answer is. Uh, you know, Gito Mochiach Halav, that's what the Ravid claims. So it's interesting to wonder how come Gito Mochiach Halav works for Minishliach Laholacha, but doesn't work for Minishliach Lekabala. So that's part of what Reb Chaim talks about. Talk about it. Um, getting back for a minute to the question of Shliach Holacha, you know, beget. So it seems like the Rambam like explicitly rejects the idea that shliach halacha beget would be treated, I mean, in his psak in Paragim halacha tazvav, it's clear he's breaking you know, down between shliach kabbalah and shliach lahalacha you know, and he's not mechalic between git and begitishin, and as uh, we noted, right uh, Baruch, you have that line there he, he specifically um, you know invokes Shliach Truma and Shliach Halacha beget as examples of Shluch Hashan and Kemoso, which typically don't require, you know, Edim, and says, you know, who hadin, you know, when it comes to Shliach Halacha Bekidusha. Yeah, you have that line? Gimel Tesvav. And then we're where are they going to stop? You don't have it there. I mean, your 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 physical Rambam doesn't have it. <laughs> no, you. I don't care how you quote it. I'm just I'm just curious. That's all. Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's Torah Shabbat Pat. <laughs> Say it again. I didn't hear. Go a little louder. And these, what are the two examples? Uh, and Shleach Halacha Beget. So that was, is, um, as I say, that's very curious. We'll just talk about the questions today and we'll talk. Because we've already noted, right, that Shleach Halacha, I'm sorry, that Shleach Litruma is treated by the Rambam, you know, differently. Right, Kyle? So, do you remember? How so? Shleach Latruma. In what respect? For real? The ability to be Mabatal the Shliach if he wasn't Litkune Shadartik right below Lavi. See, if he wasn't Mishana Midas 
Abailin, which uh, I think I tried to explain that, you know, and the Ravid says like what happened to Dibor Mavatal Dibor. Uh, I tried to explain that a little bit based on the idea that, you know, maybe you don't need Shlichus and therefore when you have Shlichus, it's a more independent Shlichus. But it's interesting that you might have thought that that's not what you want to quote, you know, as a typical Shlichus Shalom Kimoso. Is he saying uh, Kol Shikain? Just, I'm not, I don't have an answer. I just think it's very curious. And the other one, of course, is Shliach Holacha Beget, where there's so much evidence that it is unique, and where the Rambam himself, you know, in Parakhtes, Halacha Lamid base, right, seems to indicate what do you, what do you need there, you know, in Parakhtes, Halacha Lamid. Just read it quickly, and then we'll end with this. So if you do, what's that another way of saying? If you want to be Megarish Be'edei Mesira, without Edei Chasima, and you do it all Yedei Shliach, it's Sapek Megureshes. Wow. Right? That came out of the blue. Correct? Keep going. Stop. And that, of course, just to repeat what we've said already, that, right, that, you know, resonates with us. Like, oh, where, are we, where have we heard that before? Where have we heard that before? Gabe? In Perak Aleph Halacha Yid Gimel. Exactly. That's the, Ram, the, that's the Rambam's pragmatic explanation of the need for Edekiyu. Right? This is the second place where he mentions it. So that's important. It's another way. So it sounds like the Rambam saying you need Edim, Edekiyum, for Shliach Only Safek. It's interesting that it's a Safek, but you need Shliach Laholacha. Maybe that means you can, you can you know, fill in the blanks afterwards, or we need to get that evidence sometimes, but you don't need it up front. Is that what he's saying? Hearts, well, maybe. We'll see in a second. Keep going. Oh. Meaning, Reish Lakish can solve this, but if Reish Lakish doesn't solve it, Reish Lakish will solve it until there's an error. Okay, now does the error work Daraisa Drabana on this? Let's assume Daraisa. And um, however, if there's no um, Reish Lakish, Right then, then it's suffix. So that is why the Ramach. You have the Ramach. Yeah. On Gimel Tesvav. That's like the Ravid, pretty much. Right? Although he puts in Chavlachrini, which is very interesting. The Rabbi doesn't mention Chavlachrini. We'll talk about this tomorrow. As I think I mentioned, most of the Rishonim, you know, just kind of gloss over Chavlachrini, you know, when they talk about these requirements. Um, again, the Orsameach made it very upfront. Chaim also never speaks about it. I have, you know, a theory that I've shared, which I, I feel strongly about, about how the Ra'ah and Rab Chaim and 
etc., will interpret a chavlachrini. Maybe that's what the Rambam is struggling to say, chavlachrini. It's hard to know, but then that would affect other things. We'll get to that tomorrow. But um, either way, the, it's interesting. The Ramach says, I don't, I don't get it. How can you not have Erekiyum? It's chavlachrini. But depending on how you understand chavlachrini, as we'll discuss, it's a, a stronger, not a strong question. Reviewing, you know, some of the issues that we've seen. Go ahead. But then he asks. Oh. So if, and some of the Nosa Kalim say. They don't know what he's talking about. Who says that? Magnishna or something? He said, I looked through the whole Rambam, I, I couldn't find anything. And then one of the others. Or Bikidegar says, I found it. That's what? That's on the face. Yeah, you have it? Yeah. So the behavior here says. I mean, in the Frankel, they put it there. Yeah. I mean, if you have, if you have a Shliach Holacha. Kiddushin, so there's no Gita Mochiach, you know, if you're comparing it to Get, you know, you apparently, you do need some sort of a Gita Mochiach, right? But that's an upfront requirement. So he's saying, I, I know what Ramam is talking about. Right? Yeah. A Get Belo Chasimas Edim, if it's only Edim Masira, is going to be the same uh, problem. Okay, so we'll pick up with this uh, tomorrow, try to finish up this part of it and some of the other of the original, and I'll give you some marmacovas for the next part. And um, so 11.30, that's good for tomorrow.